Welcome to the Rechoice Podcast, a place to listen again, choose wisely, and live joyfully. My name is Joe Pellerito. You're here at the Rechoice Pod, where you hear valuable lessons from a variety of people who have something in common, a reflective and resilient mindset. There are three basic steps to Rechoice. Name an experience, choose a Rechoice word, and then connect the two. You can read more at RechoicePod.com, but now it's time for the show. This is a recap episode for the month of March, where I share your thoughts from feedback and comments. I pull these from your interactions with RechoicePod.com and social media. I'll also give you an update from our guests who were actually recorded several weeks ago. So here we go. Holy moly, has it been a month. The bells you heard are from the Fountain Street Church in downtown Grand Rapids who recently converted their bells to chime, We Shall Overcome. And we shall. Some of the upcoming episodes will feature guests who, like us, are right in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. But the past three Rechoice episodes this month ended up dealing with another relevant topic for today in the stressful time self-care. So, let's fill our cup. Reclaim. We started with Lisa Anderson of Grace's Table, and here's something I noticed the other night. Okay, so everyone, you want to take a minute to say what your name is? What's your name? My name is Olive English. What's your name? Ben. Uh-huh. How old are you, Ben? Tim. Okay, how about you? And I'm Laura. Six. I'm eight. Okay. I'm and six. what's your name? Um, what's your name? I'm Nope, you're two. What's your name? No, I'm not two. Yes, she I'm is. Okay. So we're going to be reading the book Found because we really love it. It's by Sally Lloyd-Jones, and she's the same author who wrote the Jesus Storybook Bible. God is my shepherd, and I am his little lamb. Where's the little lamb, Ari? Right there. Yeah. I see a mom and four kids in pajamas as they did the Grace's Table story time. Um, on Facebook the other night to remind families that they're not alone. Grace's Table is still busy supporting moms with certain specific needs during uncertain times. For example, there was a mom needing a very specific formula that is quite expensive and was already panic-bought at most stores and shelves were empty. Amazon was out. Even the manufacturer was out and couldn't give a date on when they would have more ready. However, Lisa happened to find four canisters tucked in the back somewhere at Meyer and was able to get it right to that mom. This is just one example of how Grace's Table is walking their mission of provision and faith. From supplying kids' kits of indoors or for the indoors to diapers to encouragement on how young parents can best navigate this time with their kids, Grace's Table is really stepped up in this time. So if this is something you'd like to support, I recommend you go to gracestable.com. I will link them in the show notes. Reveal and Release with Ben Crocker and Jason Teary of the Threads podcast reminded us that therapy is an important part of our mental health. 
And are we not being tested on that right now? Jason's word was release. He's doing good, and he's back to work full-time. His wife, Andy, works up close with people as a NICU nurse educator for DeVos Children's Hospital, with 350 nurses on the floor, though her current role has changed to COVID-19 priorities. Jason said that at the hospital, things and procedures are changing by the hours. By the hour, excuse me. The Threads podcast is still going strong, though like the upcoming episodes on ReChoice, all interviews right now are being done remotely. When I asked Ben how he's doing, and by the way, his word was reveal, he replied a bit somber, honestly. I wouldn't say I'm scared by any means, but after the conference call for work that my wife was on, it's all becoming a bit more real. Ben's wife is a social worker, and he explains social workers are going to be some of the very few people allowed to interact and share space with patients. Aside from medical staff, of course, no visitors are allowed anymore, including clergy. It's just heavy, but I am finding myself with Facebook friends in a new way as others go live. I also learned that Ben, like many of you, has been temporarily laid off, and in some good news, his back is much better, enough that he's likely going to be doing one of his favorite activities in the next couple of days, kayaking, from an appropriate social distance, of course. Jason and Ben, thanks again for helping me get this podcast thing going. Thanks also for encouraging people to get the help that they need. This is probably a good reminder that BetterHelp is a sponsor of their show. I would imagine many are seeking an online option for therapy right now. I'm not seeking official sponsors on my show, but I do like to help people get help. So guess what? Let's piggyback on an offer from the Threads podcast. If you go to betterhelp.com slash threads, you can get the Threads podcast discount. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash threads, and I'll have that direct link in the show notes. And then finally, realign. Our last interview was with Tara and we dis- uh, Tara Cleveland, and we discussed the benefits of a yoga practice. Good news. While you're stuck at home, it's a great time to try yoga online. When I asked Tara if there's anything else she wants to share, she replied, I want folks to know that yoga in any form is for them during the stressful time. There is so much science and history and spirituality behind yoga, but it's okay to just let the flow work in your body to start. I continue to flow every day and truly believe that yoga and meditation are ways to come back to you. And that is what the world needs right now. A pause, breath, flow, repeat. I've included some resources in our show notes, such as Cosmic Kids on YouTube and more from AM Yoga. Thank you for the links, Tara. All right, it's time for your comments. I asked our listeners What is one thing you chose to do this week that has been good for your spirit? Upcoming guest Kyle Anderson said, walking and talking as a family has been a great help. Hey, if you're feeling anxious, get outside and bring someone with you if you can. And did you hear the recent news? The nation is reporting elevated levels of happiness from our dogs. If they could have a Fitbit, I'm pretty sure my two dogs got their steps in this week. Which reminds me, we need to hear about cats, dogs, horses, and other fuzzy animals right now, don't we? So stay tuned, because we have Matt Pepper, president of the Humane Society, 
for the state of Michigan in an upcoming episode as well. So um, Robbie Hall says a chilly walk on the, the Plaster Creek Trail. He sent a photo of he and uh, his wife, and it was great. Uh, Ann Stebbleton, I'm going outside every day. I'm lucky to live in the woods and drink in the beauty. Sarah Sonnenfeld echoes that too. Lots of walks with kids and the dog. Even more dog snuggles, disconnecting from technology, just enjoying the silence, bike rides, coloring. Come to think of it, returning to my favorite things that I used to do when I was a kid. She followed up that her mom had given her some grown-up coloring books with really cool designs. She's even thinking about framing a few when she's done. Uh, for us, the Pelotrio or the Peloritos, art has been a fun project together, kind of like Sarah. In fact, yesterday, Bob Ross taught us through YouTube how to paint with only three colors, and we were quite happy with the results. Lori Baskul, uh, she says she listens to music instead of news. She only watches the news briefly a couple of times a day, and she decided um, watching more wouldn't change what she what says. I decided watching more wouldn't change what I do, but it was changing how I felt. So that's why she's going to Music Choice on Comcast or our our or iHeart Radio. Music has been a part of our release too at our house. Um, we spent some time singing together earlier this week, and we listened to old records on the turntable, some good old Jim Croce and Supertramp. Rachel Decker, she is giving back. She's using this time to give back by using her mad crafting skills, and she's sewing masks right now for donation to healthcare workers. Rachel, thank you. That's awesome. Erica Ashley says that what she does right now for that's good for her spirit is to make sure the kitchen table is cleaned off. It sounds silly, but it helps not feeling like a cluttered house. And of course, spending as much time as possible outside. Uh, Tara Cleveland did add something else too. She said self-care is not always bubble baths and glasses of wine. Sometimes it's therapy. Sometimes it's kicking your own behind into gear and getting stuff done. Sometimes self-care means boundaries are set and self-care isn't always easy, but it's completely necessary. Kevin Miles, he uses the One Minute Pause app from Ransomed Heart Ministries. Um, if there are any fans of Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, I think you would love this high-quality app. I asked him what he loved about it the best. He says it's the intentional pause and refocus on what my priority is. In the super busy world I work in, it has helped me remember what's most important and to not get so caught up in the drama that life can bring. It's been a good breather. That brings up one more thing that has been good for my family as well as many of us, and that is embracing the use of technology in some real positive ways lately. Uh, James J. out in Corcoran, California, says that his good thing was not letting Sunday be just another day of sheltering in place. We worshipped at home, watched our pastor via YouTube, sang, prayed, and then at Sunday lunch, and had Sunday lunch as a family. My family and I um, are using Zoom right now, uh, the Peloritos, and I mean from Florida to New York um, to all over Michigan, and we're connecting it after experiencing um, through All Souls Community Church, uh, that's where we, where I got the idea uh, for Zoom. Um, but and also as a result too that my sister's uh, father-in-law passed away a couple weeks ago, 
And uh, Fred used to always connect with them on Sunday nights. And so kind of a result of both of those, we decided to try Zooming on Sunday nights. And so we've done two sessions so far. Man, has that been an unexpected gift of this time. Uh, we check in with each other, but most important, we laugh. In fact, if there's anybody out there right now who's curious about how to use Zoom or something similar, give me give me a call. I'd be happy to walk you through it. My friend Malik Baker introduced me to some new technology called TikTok. And I know that's actually been around for quite a while, but while not always appropriate, man, are we laughing. So thanks, Malik. We'll, we'll keep that going. And while so it, this just goes to show you guys, while social distancing, we don't have to isolate. Um, I know connecting through friends through a phone call or a screencast has, has just been really good during this tough time. And let's admit, this is tough. I'm extra grateful for who I have. I mean, we're on the same quarantine together. I know that was bad. But seriously, I'm grateful for who I have and what I have. Though I'm worried about people who are living on the margins or are they themselves marginalized. I'm also concerned for our caregivers, uh, healthcare providers. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, people who work at restaurants, people who work at Walgreens or in any essential place right now. Um, just thanks for putting yourselves out there to take care of us. So I'm going to end with some wise words from two people. First, Malik Baker, who posted this morning, who do you need to check on today? What a great question to ask ourselves every time we wake up. And second, I have a special guest right now. I can't believe this. Uh, joining us on the podcast, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Wow. How are you? All right. All right. All right. Well, okay, Matthew, or can I call you Matt? All right, thank you. So anyway, please, Matt, right now, send us off with an inspiring message. Hey, everybody, McConaughey here. Just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus, um, let's take care of ourselves and each other. Uh, let's not go to the lowest common denominator and get paranoid. Let's do our due diligence, take the precautions we need to to take care of ourselves and those of us around us right now more than ever before, we're all more dependent on each other than we ever have been. But we have an enemy in coronavirus that is faceless, that is raceless, sexless, non-denominational, and bipartisan. And it's an enemy that we all agree we were going to beat. We want to beat and we're going to beat him. All right. So in this time when people are going to move on, the economy is going to be in shambles for who knows how long. There is a green light on the other side of this red light that we're in right now. And I believe that green light is going to be built upon the values that we can enact right now. Values of fairness, kindness, accountability, resilience, respect, courage. If we practice those things right now, when we get out of this, this virus this time might be the one time that brings us all together and unifies us. Like we have not been in a long time. So, yes, let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of. Turn a red light into a green light. Just keep living. Do you have a question, feedback, or request to participate in a future episode? I'm having a lot of fun learning from you, and your encouragement has meant a lot. 
Go to rechoicepod.com to read more and select your own Rechoice word. Danny Pellerito produced our music, and listeners, thank you for stopping by. Reframe your past, renew your present, and reclaim your future, because after all, it is always a choice. See you next time.